turn this up. Growing your business and scaling it to the next level is dependent on your systems. If you are looking to automate your process and free up your time, mind, and capital, then this is the podcast for you. This is the Systems Situation Podcast, baby. That's right. That's right. Buckle up. It's time to put these systems in place in a fun, light, and understandable way. It don't have to be so hard. And now, here's your host, the Premier VA, Jennifer J. Jennifer J. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the unsexy side of systems. Um, yes, the unsexy side of systems. Shout out to Candace Robinson. Hey, I see you out here in these streets. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. All right. So, you know, in business, you always hear about the fabulous side. You always hear about what you should do. You always hear about um, what's supposed to happen, but you never hear about what could go wrong. And what you're supposed to do when things don't work as planned, right? And what what you're supposed to do to potentially prevent things from going wrong, right? So I call it the unsexy side of systems, right? Because people say (laughs) systems aren't sexy, but I'm saying systems are sexy, all right? So we'll talk about that on another, uh, at another time. But the unsexy side of systems is that, uh, that frustrating part of it, right? The part that makes you go, uh, oh my God, I want to pull my hair out, right? So let's get into it. The first thing um, that we need to do is after we've done everything to set our systems up, set our automations up, everything, right? We're we're ready to go. Don't pull the trigger. You need to do test. And when you do test, you're looking for anything that could potentially go wrong. So let's talk about the most common setup. So the most common setup is from a funnel. And from the funnel leads to a myriad of actions, right? So if it's a funnel that you're they're buying something, let's just say they're buying a course from your funnel. So if they're buying a course, they click they purchase. Once they purchase, then most likely you have them go to your order page. I mean, your thank you page. But on the back end of that, 
it's putting them in a bunch of different areas, right? So on the back end is giving them access to the course, is sending them an email, is segmenting them in your email um, autoresponder and putting them on a list for that course and putting them in a nurture series because that's what I've been teaching you to do, right? So what are we checking for? Number one, we're checking that, first of all, the purchase uh, goes through and the money goes into your payment processor, right? That's the first thing we're checking. So we want to make sure we get our money. Then we want to make sure that they get access. So the second thing you're checking is, did, did they get access? That's the most important thing you want to make sure. Did they get access? So the second thing you're going to check is, did they get added to the autoresponder as I intended, as my strategy mapped that out, right? So did they get added to the autoresponder in the list that they're supposed to get added? Did the tag get applied? And this is why, this is why I tell you that you need to map your strategy out because if you don't know what the strategy is, how do you know what to look for? You don't know what's going to happen. So that's why I'm always telling you, write down what you want to happen. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't have to be a flow chart. It doesn't have to be pretty. It could be on a napkin. It doesn't matter. As long as you have it written down, when this happens, I want this to happen. When this happens, I want this to happen. Long as you know, you know what to look for when you're testing. So just like I'm telling you in out of, out of my head because I know it because I've done it so much, but you're not going to know it like I know it. So that's why you definitely will be able to revert back to your strategy that you mapped out because you'll be able to say, okay, wait a minute, this did not happen. So let me go back and figure out why it didn't happen. Okay. And so once you're making sure that they're segmented, now you want to make sure, okay, they're in the nurture series that they're supposed to get. And in the nurture series, there's a whole nother testing you need to do. So in the nurture series, usually we set our nurture series up and they have weight steps, right? So with those series, the weight steps are usually one day or whatever you have it set to, one week, whatever it is. If you take your weight steps and make them like the minimum so you could test, that will help you be able to see, okay, is this email firing off? Is this text firing off? Did they get the voicemail? Are those things happening? So we want to make sure everything is happening and everything is correct, okay? Um, so as long as we are testing and making sure that everything is correct, now when we go to launch, we're not frustrated because we're confident because we know our back end is working, right? We know that they're getting what they're supposed to get on the back end. So again, for those of you who are just joining, we are talking about the unsexy side of systems and 
how what you need to do these are things that people don't talk about they don't talk about what goes wrong they don't talk about what could possibly goes wrong some people don't even tell you how to accurately set stuff up so um definitely if this information is resonating with you uh continue to tap in because i give you everything you need to know about systems, the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. So we're on the, the unsexy. All right. Okay. So we want to make sure we test. I just gave you one example of testing, which is testing your, your course setup. Um, when you're trying to test, like, let me just test and make sure that when people sign up for my email list, that they're getting the confirmation they need. They're going into my system as I need them to. And again, the email content is what it's supposed to be. So one prime example is a lot of people are doing launches. It's launch season, right? And so with launches, there are a lot of moving parts. There are a lot of things going on in the back end. So you definitely want to check and make sure, you know, as you're progressing each time that these things are um, correct, like dates, links. You have to change out links. The same thing with webinars. You have to change out dates. You have to change out links. Um, you have to make sure they're, go they're going to where they can go because sometimes one mistake that we can make is if we're copying and pasting links, Sometimes we may not copy the whole link and the link gives them an error when they click on it. So that's another thing that we want to test. You always want to send emails, even if you're just sending emails to um, your list and you have clickable links in there, you always want to test. Send a test to yourself. Every single system gives you the ability to test. It, every system. And when you set something up, it says send test email, send test text, use that, test those things so that you can make sure that people are getting the experience you intended them to get. Now, of course, we are not going to catch everything. And I am telling you right now, you're not going to catch everything. You're going to make a mistake. It's okay because we are not perfect. And if your audience doesn't understand that, then that's the wrong audience for you. And it's okay because we don't want people around us that don't understand business, right? Or don't understand, um, you know, our product or our service. So, you know, I speak to service-based individuals. Product-based, y'all on y'all <laughs> Y'all on y'all own, because uh, you know you product based. You got to sell products. So based on who your audience is, you know, hey, I'm sorry, but service based businesses, we we cater to a particular audience, and those are the people who we want to connect with us. So if they don't understand, like my business is business to business. If you don't understand as a business owner that some things happen. If you don't understand me or you don't like me, it's okay. Because that just means you're not my potential client. You're not my customer. I'm not talking to you, right? I'm not talking to you. So you can go and follow someone else and it's okay. 
I want you guys to be okay. We are all learning, right? Stuff is going to happen. So systems have a sexy side and systems have an unsexy side, okay? And I'm telling you how to potentially prevent the unsexy side, but you're not going to prevent it totally because stuff happens, all right? So prime example, I just had a webinar. Webinar went great. I got a lot of people who now want, you know, to work with me. They want to get into the system. They want all of these things. On the back end of this webinar, oh, it was a whole mess. It was a whole mess. And a lot of it was out of my control. Totally out of my control. Because sometimes we just can't control it, right? It's technology. Systems are technology. You can't control technology all the time. Servers go down. Huge servers. How many times has Amazon gone down last year? And when the Amazon server goes down, it wipes out a whole bunch of stuff. Not just Amazon. We're not just talking about Amazon because they position themselves to be, I'm not going to get into tech, but it takes down like if Amazon goes down, Active Campaign doesn't work because they're on Amazon servers. Just to give you an example, okay? That's how that works. So you cannot control it. On my webinar, I spent an hour and a half learning Ecamm, setting up everything in Ecamm. I had sounds, I had pings and dings and slides and all this stuff that was going to fly across my screen. And I was about to do the most. Well, not. Because Ecamm didn't, wouldn't even connect with Zoom. Okay. Ecamm wouldn't connect with Zoom when I got on the webinar. All right. Even though I'm looking at Ecamm on my screen. So why would I think it doesn't connect? It connects every single morning. And every time I open my Zoom, I have never, ever, ever, ever since I've been using Ecamm for a year and a half had the issue of it not connecting with Zoom. But webinar day, it didn't connect. I said, okay, all right, all right, fine. Let me pull the slides up. So transparent moment. <laughs> okay, no, Tr transparent moment, I... Put slides up badly. I'm not going to say cannot because I can, but I put them up badly. And this is why. I am a rambler and I know that. So when I'm prepared to do a presentation, I need talking points. I need to write out what I'm trying to say because I want to make sure that I deliver everything that I intended to give. And so I write out what I'm going to say, even though a lot of times I don't read it verbatim, long as I have my thought there, then I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I meant to say. And so I need that. Okay. So I cannot ramble. I'm a rambler. So when I put up slides, I need to have my notes on the next screen. Now, mind you, I told you that Ecamm wouldn't work and I had set up everything in Ecamm. 
And e and for those of you who do not know what eCam is, it is a um, it is a streaming service where you see people um, where they have like the logos at the bottom of their screen and all of this stuff. Um, that's eCam, and it's only for Apple and Mac users at this point. Right now, um, it's the equivalent of OBS platform. So. Ecamm didn't connect. I had to do it the old way. So I, I had already had my sound set up. I had everything, right? I had everything I needed to be able to pull this webinar off. I didn't care that Ecamm didn't set up. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an adjustment. I made the adjustment. So I had everything on my second screen. And then I had the, I was going to pull the slides up on my main screen and share my screen in Zoom. Well, when I shared my screen in Zoom, um, when I shared my screen in Zoom, it took over both screens. <laughs> so when it took over both screens, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I need the second screen over here because this is my little operation center. Okay, this is my operation center. I got to play the dings and the pings and the points and the songs, and I need my notes. And so I couldn't, I'm clicking, I'm telling everybody, I'm talking to everybody on the thing. I'm actually telling them, like, I'm having technical difficulties. They told me it was Mercury in retrograde. I don't really know what that means. I just know it messes up tech. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep trying. In doing all of this, I messed up deleted all of my notes um and i had to wink it right it was unsexy on the back end very unsexy but i had no control over it because i had prepared one way now i know i'm about to learn how to prepare both ways in case that happens again but it was out of my control it was unsexy right all the preparation I had done. So I can say I spent four hours preparing total time, not four hours straight, but four hours total time preparing for that webinar. So it's not that I wasn't prepared. It was just some unsexy crap happened, <laughs> right? So we can't always control it. Um, but on the back end of that, People were on, it was like, what? I don't know, 80 people on that webinar and 90 people registered or a hundred people registered. That's a good show up rate. So the point of that is though, everybody got the reminder emails. Everybody got the reminder text. Everybody got the reminder voice mail that I sent out. While I'm over here fumbling with systems, they still, I mean, with the technology, they were still getting everything they needed to show up on the webinar and what they needed at the end, right? And and it made an impact because people are now getting their systems together, um, booking calls and doing all those things. So it was a good thing, right? But when we're setting our systems up, a lot of times we don't test. And that's the number one mistake of why it's unsexy. Because here's another thing. And this is 
no, this could be you too, because I'm not going to say this and I'm not going to own this as just a Jennifer problem. But when you set automation up, oh, it's going. <laughs> it's going whether you want it to, right? So number one, that's why you need to test so you can catch things that shouldn't be going out there. But once it's out there, it's out there. It, this is not like sending an email. It's not like sending an email from your autoresponder. So just know that <laughs> when you set it to go and it goes, it's going. Now, with me, because I tinker, <laughs> sometimes I set automations up that I forget I set up because I was tinkering and they go off and I'm like, ooh. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Trey. So, uh, <laughs> so another thing is making sure, again, back to that strategy, making sure you're doing your automation strategy. If you have your automation strategy, you can check off what is supposed to happen and making sure it happened. Did this happen? Did this happen? Did this happen? And let's just say you set something up and it's going on and you're like, oh my God, I need to shut that off. Where is it? You could look at your automation strategy because you wrote it down. I don't remember. I don't care where the automation strategy is written. It could be on a box. It could be on a napkin, a crayon, a wall, whatever. As long as you understand it, and you can go back to it and say, okay, when they get, when they go to the funnel, they're going to click this button. They're going to pay after they pay. They're going to get the, go to the confirmation page. They're going to get this email and they're going to be added to my autoresponder. They're going to be added to this list. They're going to be added to this email nurture series because I really want them to go to my next offer. All of that is what you're going to write down in your words, not my words, not anybody else's words, not words, Taylor words, <laughs> your words, so that you understand it and you can look at it. So when something fires off, you're like, hmm, where did that come from? Let me go find that and shut it off or fix it. Right. So this is the unsexy side. Okay. And I have had a lot of unsexy system moments. All right. I have had stuff fire off and I'm like, whoa, I didn't mean for that to go out. Whoa, I didn't check that. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Let's just shut everything off. And and I like to use this graphic all the time. It's not a graphic. It's a GIF of the... Lucille Ball episode of um, I Love Lucy where she was in this chocolate factor or whatever, but, and the conveyor belt was going. So when you think about automation, I try to give you that visual of the, the conveyor belt going. When the conveyor belt is going, the only thing, and I never worked in a factory, but I envision is some kind of big red button that you could just push or flip or whatever to shut it off, right? 
But when it's going, it's going and it's going fast. And if you're not moving at the same pace as the conveyor belt, all of that stuff is going to fall on the floor, right? So in that episode, she was trying to catch up instead. You know, she did crazy stuff. She put the chocolate and she trying to eat the chocolate, put it down the shirt, do all of this stuff to catch it. It's the same thing with automation. So think about the things on the conveyor belts as your leads and your clients and your customers. And the conveyor belt is your automation that's driving them, right? That's carrying them. So just to give you that visual and help you understand what happens when you set these things up and they just roll and they don't have a, a direction. So just to give you that analogy. So again, let's recap today where we're talking about the unsexy side of systems, the things that happen with your systems that you need to check. Number one, you need to make sure that you're testing your setup. And if you have your automation strategy where you mapped out what you want to happen and when, then you'll be able to accurately test because you can look at this strategy and say, okay, when they do this, this happens. And if you don't understand what that means with the automation strategies, it's just what is your customer workflow? What do you want to happen? It may not be what you have set up right now, but what do you want to happen? That's where you need to think. It's totally different than a business strategy. I don't do business strategy. You have to go to a business coach or someone else for business strategy. I take that business strategy and put it into an automation strategy. You know who is a good coach for that? Mogul Mike. He really helps me with my strategies. So you can go to Mogul Mike for business strategy. Then you can come over here and we'll take that strategy and put it into an automation strategy and set your system up. Okay. So once you look at that automation strategy and say, okay, this is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. Check, check, check. Now I'm ready to launch. I'm not freaking out. I'm not getting a bunch of customer uh, emails or text messages or DMs saying they didn't get something. Or frankly, some people just don't care. Like, oh, I ain't getting it. I ain't going to show up. You don't want that to happen. So if you test, you can make sure that you are receiving the that your customers are receiving the experience that you intended them to receive and if you're launching something um if you're launching a challenge oh they emailing because they pay for that but webinars some people just be like screw it i never got it so i ain't gonna worry about it or people be like hey 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 i didn't get it i need this information about to give on this webinar this master class um and then you know it's an issue so all right um this has been the unsexy side of systems part one. Okay. Thank you for listening to the system situation podcast with Jennifer J the premier VA. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and connect with Jennifer at the premier VA.com. That's T H E P R E M I E R V A.com or on IG at the premier VA.